Men, fake every orgasm you have during sex from now on. Everyone, light all of your fingernails on fire and see what happens. It's time to get wild and fatherless. It's a bad day to be a good time. Rolling with the bros, you already know about mine. We just want the dough, now we got it like it's about time. Yeah, we got some hoes and they pulling up with my wide Welcome back to another episode of Wild and Fatherless. We hope you enjoyed episode one, no matter how fucking hostile I sounded. Listening back, I I wish I was born with a deeper, more threatening voice. Cause now because now I can kind of understand why a lot of people never like felt threatened by me. I have a really high pitch, not high pitch, but I have a higher voice. No, you voice. don't. You don't I think actually- I have a high voice? No, I'm actually surprised you said that. I feel like you have like a a fairly like deep manly voice. (laughs) If I do this, if I do this, which sometimes I have to do for recording. Um, It's funny. Some engineers that have worked with me. I don't want to say some. Literally one guy. I'm going to try to not exaggerate for the rest of my life. It's going to be hard. But literally just one guy, one engineer said my vocals are similar to Lloyd Banks and 50 Cent. Like yeah, the way they're, they, they're like booming. You have like a booming voice. It's like, I don't yeah, know. There's bait. There's bass in it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Is what it is, man. Big flex, big flex. So last when we left you guys, uh, we had challenges. We will reveal at the end of this episode, the update of those challenges. But before we go into leading with love, see money. Tell us about your puppy. Oh my gosh. My puppy, he's adorable. He's, I think like just going to be six weeks on, or sorry, not six weeks, eight weeks on Saturday. Um, he's getting used to our house. He's getting used to our cats. He found his voice very recently. So he started barking, which is kind of adorable, even though it's a little annoying, but it's, he's been like barking at one of my cats and it's like fucking hilarious. So that's been fun. Nice. Does he bark at specific moments that your cat has? He's like, he's trying to play with him and like my cat doesn't want to play, but he's Mm. like very curious. So he's like hanging out next to him. And then like Burrow just goes crazy. He like wants to, (laughs) he like is literally like trying to fight him. It's fucking hilarious. So that's been funny. The biggest downside, which I'm sure everyone can imagine is, um, he is pooping everywhere. Ooh. And that, that has been challenging. I think that's what people mean when they say like, oh, a dog's like a baby. Like this is where they're like a baby, but it's almost worse because at least babies poop in a diaper where like these dogs are just (laughs) shitting free range all over my fucking house. It's not chill. You have very nice carpet. Yeah, we do. Yes, we have nice carpet. So yeah, that has stuck. And he's been like, he, he hasn't been as bad with peeing, but the poop is like, it's disgusting. It's and out like, of control. And we'll literally, we will like take him outside. He will go pee and then he'll come inside. We'll turn around and he'll go poop. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but overall, you're having awful. a good time. Yes. Yeah. It's been very fun. It's definitely uh a challenge it's like it's just different it, it honestly does like the house feels different now because he's so like full of life or like my cats you know like I could go like hours without seeing them and it's not a big deal where he like needs to be by me 24 7 like I feel like I literally have a little child it's, it's damn crazy. you made a little yeah. you made a little codependent puppy That's I did, did I did <laughs> oh my <It's>, lord 
All right, I've, I've always had a theory, and you tell me what you think. Okay. When a dog becomes uh, like an adult, you know what I mean? Like there's not much more learning it can do. Yeah. I feel like a dog takes on the personality of its owner. I 100% agree with that. Yes, 100%. And that's why I'm worried. So like, I, I think we've talked about this before. I'm like very anxious just in general, not all the time, but I have like anxiety and I yeah. do not want this fucking dog to have anxiety. And I feel like he already has like a weird little attachment thing. Obviously he's an infant right now. He's like yep. the s- smallest he will ever be, but I'm hoping that he kind of like grows out of the um, like super attachment thing. Cause he's very, very clingy, very needy. Like, when I pick him up, he literally has to be like on my neck. Like it's yo, <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, I mean he's he's learning, but we'll we'll see we'll see if the dog is gonna is the dog gonna come out more like you or your husband. I'm hoping my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Very much hoping so. Got it. Uh, with all that life update <laughs> stuff out of the way, let's go into our first segment: leading with love. I ain't gonna never stop loving you. All right, see money. I'm going to I'm going to kick us off, okay? Okay. This Go is really recent. If you guys want to know how much of a procrastinator I am, I picked this shit I think yeah, yesterday because a verdict has been reached in the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard defamation case or liability case. You know what? This isn't a news segment. If you came here to to get your news from me, you're in the wrong place. All I know is that Johnny Depp won the defamation case. For people who do not know what defamation means, it is when someone is, um, in writing, defaming your character or essentially lying about who you are and meaning it in in a new sense. So in this case, Amber Heard was accusing Johnny Depp of being an abuse, a a woman beater, an abuser, a domestic violence uh i don't want to say advocate but you know what i'm saying he was a bad guy that's what amber heard was saying and johnny depp yep. ended up losing he lost out on probably millions of dollars worth of movie deals most namely my favorite johnny depp film pirates of the caribbean mm-hmm. now i know and- that's that's probably trash of me because johnny depp is a fucking great actor mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily show his range but fucking sue me i love that <laughs> shit um but what was important about this case that I loved? I didn't love that a man won and a woman was put in her place. I I don't care about that. If the roles yeah, were, you do. You like you like it a little bit. <laughs> just just a little just bit. Just a though. little. But and but you want to yeah. want to know why? See money because why public publicly publicly I it, it probably does exist. But name a time where a man takes a woman to court for anything. That has to do with like domestic violence or grape that, you know what word I'm saying there doing that for YouTube, by the way, Uh, like (laughs) trying to avoid the R word, but you know what I'm saying? Like men don't take women to court for that or they're not like, they're not, we're not going out of our way to lie to other people and say, Hey, she put her fucking hands on me. We might tell our close friends or we only tell people when we are accused. Can I, you know can, I tell you, can I tell you how I feel about this? Uh, can, can I run through my points real quick and then I'll, yes. I'll, all right, cool. 
So I wanted to say that I the reason I love this, I love that the accused took the accuser to court to prove his innocence. That is the most important thing that we have lost in this society today. We are so quick to just straight up, and he was canceled. We were so yeah. quick to, to say, all right, I can't support this guy just because one person said he hit a woman and whatever, whatever. I want to see the verdict. It's like, okay, I accept your premise. He beat you. Take him to court. Let's see. Let's see all the facts. And after that, I will decide as a fan, as a consumer, how to move forward. So to be clear, I'm not pro-Dep. I'm not anti-Amber. I'm a pro-prove-it-in-court kind of guy. So go ahead, C-Money. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on this. Yes, I like how you ended that. Um, I Okay, so I feel like a couple ways, but I want to just preface this by saying, like, I don't know how I feel about Johnny Depp to this day. One, do I think that Amber Heard is a fucking psychopath? Yes. I do not think she's a good person. She very obviously fabricated a lot of things. And uh, yeah, I mean, totally went after his character in every way and, and literally stopped the bag. Facts. But like, I just can't help but wonder, like, is there some truth to what she was saying? I feel like there could be somewhere. I think that she blew up her own story so big that None of it made sense, which made her very like unbelievable just in general. But I don't know. I just have this like weird like sense that like something probably did happen. She probably just blew it even more out of proportion than it was. So like not to say that anybody deserves to be hit because I don't I definitely don't fucking believe in that. But like I wonder if like maybe at one point in their relationship he did hit her. And then that caused her to like spiral out of control and create all these crazy stories and do all that kind of thing. Like it just, I don't know. That, that's just my take on it. Who knows what actually happened? Maybe he's totally innocent. And I'm, I am glad that he got some sort of justice. The whole thing is just fucked up. It's bad. Yeah. And you know what, to, to further the point about Johnny Depp, I'm not, again, notice how I, I said I'm not pro Depp or anti Amber. Johnny Depp yeah. could just because he won this doesn't mean he's not a piece of shit right. or, or is uh, unable to have ever been a piece of shit. I, I think what we're kind of losing as a society is nuance and context because being, yeah. being a piece of shit one time and like permanently just, you are a piece of shit are two totally different things. I can tell someone, yes, you're being a bitch. You're being a bitch. And it's like, yo, you think I'm a bitch? No, 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 no. I don't think you're a bitch because we have experience together. I know you are not always a bitch. Right now, in the middle of this in and out, you are being a bitch. You're mm-hmm. you're being unnecessary. And unless someone else said, said it, you would not know it. Or I don't know if you would know it because you're angry or you're whatever. You see what I'm saying? So did Johnny Depp put his hands on her? I saw certain like text messages about like alleging that he kicked her and he was like, he woke up the next day, was aware that he kicked her and felt disgusted Mm -hmm. with himself and shit like that. Not cool. Not cool at all. Here's my thing though. We, we don't know the context of the kicking in that, in just a text message, which is why I am pro proven in court. It's like, okay, tell me the story. Then I want to bring up a point that you, you kind of, 
spoke about when it's like, you know, she's being crazy and, and shit like that. Something, I, forgive me, I'm paraphrasing what you said. But just, I, I want to <laughs> just point out, notice how socially acceptable it is for women to be crazy. This is exactly what I mean by that. See, Money, if you were labeled crazy, do you think that you would lose sponsor, sponsorships right off rip? I feel like you're treading in dangerous waters here. I, I think it depends. <laughs> it depends how crazy we're talking, what I said, who I'm offending, if I'm being abusive or not. I don't know. I think, I think a woman's stock. Amber... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think with, with Amber Heard, I feel like she was pretty low profile until this trial started. Like I didn't, I've never even heard of Amber Heard until this, pro, this, this whole trial. I see what so, you did there. Yeah, um, but you know, like I don't, I don't know because. So, yeah, yeah, my my point isn't necessarily about Amber. I'm moving the conversation like beyond her. I'm talking yeah. about like in general when it comes to Hollywood or or public figures. Period. I feel like a woman's stock in the public eye goes up when you are crazy. Like I'm not talking like you're deranged and you're hurting people, kind of crazy. I'm saying like you mouth off and you just say a bunch of wild shit or you make these kind of accusations. It's like, damn, that bitch crazy. But no one, no one is like, I'm going to stop listening to, there's a fucking petition right now. This is going back to Amber. There's a petition that got over 4 million signatures to take her off Aquaman. And she still has a tiny little role in it. Johnny Depp can't even walk into the building of Disneyland. I mean, that is what I'm saying. See, like, even with that, though, I, we live in such a cancel culture right now. Like, they, like, to your earlier point, they didn't give him or anybody a chance to prove their innocence before they started taking him off movie roles and this and that and the other, which is shitty. Like, that sucks. But I feel like that's just where we're at right now in society. It's like you do one thing that gets blown up big enough, like, you're cut, you're done. Like, brands don't have the time to be able to afford those kind of mishaps you know what I mean like we're just in a different world right now than even 10 years ago like this cancel culture wasn't a thing you know and I yeah feel like, I agree yeah. I agree and I'll tell you why it personally bothers me there are actual victims out there that you're confusing them for even trying to speak up and you're fucking it up for myself and other people who have to speculate whether someone was actually hurt or not. It's fucked yeah. up. It's it's stupid. So I love this. This is my leading with love. I love that we took somebody to court. Yeah. 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 What was your love for the week, C-Money? Okay. My love for the week was taking it back to this past weekend, like you brought up. Obviously, scooters was a highlight. We definitely scooted all over the place. That was very fun. Scoot, scoot. But, um, we also went bowling and I have not been bowling in like, I don't know, probably like two years. Wow. And I basically found out that I'm a fucking bowling champion. Like I'm literally, I'm a Dramatic. fucking bowling athlete. And I had Dramatic. no idea. Uh, I literally whooped his ass big time. Three times in a row. I beat you. How does that Who, feel? Whose, whose ass did you whoop, bro? Cause it was, it was not mine. It was 100% yours. Me, B-Money, beat you. 
ish he came late so he doesn't really count in all of this but i think he also beat you ish we we, also beat you so you can lie on your platform that's okay okay but can you just come on you need to gas (laughs) me up for a minute tell them how good i was because i was fucking amazing so c money is pretty good at bowling but in a way that annoys me (laughs) it bothers me deeply because she's not she really doesn't try like yes i do i was trying so hard (laughs) Okay, but then I was so pissed. Like, we were just absolutely vibing in our little section. And then they put some little ugly kids with us and some weird guys. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like... We, there was like open ones they could have gone somewhere else i was not happy about that they definitely killed it all right that was our love for the week let's go into our next segment can't be great without some hate <sighs> money can't buy happiness is a phrase that drives me up the fucking wall it because makes it's me a lie it, it makes me so mad. It makes me so angry. And what, it, what makes me even angrier is that the studies back up the phrase. Well, we asked millionaires and they said that they are unhappy. We asked billionaires and they said that they are unhappy. You want to know why they're unhappy? Because they want to stay billionaires. They want to stay millionaires. And I don't, I don't, I don't blame them. Who, if you're rich, why mm-hmm. would you not want to be rich? But do you guys know how hard it is to like the work you have to do to maintain your fucking billionaire empire. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. And a lot of people look at you to succeed. A lot of people eat off of you. So no wonder they're not fucking happy. But if you just become like a multimillionaire and just say, you know what? I'm retired. I'm not putting in a single dime. I'll invest, but that's it. I, I go ask all those people if they're fucking unhappy. That they get to see the world whenever they wake up and feel like it. Tomorrow, I gotta wake up and think about am I gonna am I gonna get a call from one of my employees right now? Monday through Friday, five out of seven days, I gotta sit there and think, am I do I even get to enjoy dinner with my girlfriend and her family right now? Do I get to enjoy do I get to call my mom and not be interrupted? Is someone gonna call off and ruin my day? That, like, say what you want about, like, oh, it's not your job that makes you happy. It's what you do on your free time. What free time? So I, true. Exactly. What, I spend most of my free time sleeping. But, okay, let's mm-hmm. say I sacrifice sleep. Doctors say that's not fucking smart. Don't do that. You need rest. So, even if I sacrifice two hours of sleep, those two hours, cool. I'll do something that gives me fulfillment. Two hours every, every day of your work week, that's ten hours total. Of how many hours? How many hours are in a week? A lot. I don't know. A lot, right? So 10 hours in a work week to enjoy myself? That's not going to make me happy. That's not going to make me happy. So I personally, this this is what I say to those people who are running those studies. I have a new study for you. Give me the money. (laughs) <laughs> and let I will me test it out. Let me test it out, and I will fucking show you what happy, what happiness really looks like. See, money. I have a question for you. Are you yes. happy in your life right now? That's such a loaded question. Like, kind of. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am. I am very happy with my husband. I literally love him more than anything. I love our house. Um, my job, I'm, 
it's not there for me right now. I'm just not feeling like fulfilled. And that really frustrates me because like you said, like, I, you know, we work at least minimum 40 hours a week. Like I would like to enjoy my time during all of that. And I'm having a hard time with that. And I feel like, especially because I work from home, it's hard to not ever see anybody, you know, like I only ever really see my husband during the week. And then I see some people at the gym, but like, you know, for an hour. So it just sucks. Like, I definitely feel like a lot more isolated working at home all the time and, and then not loving what I do does not help that at all. So it's, it's been rough. Okay. So, so it's like, I mean, there's a lot to break down right there, Yeah. but the question I was leading into was how would money help or hurt that situation? Mm. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, like a lot of money would allow me to not work and maybe figure out what like I'm like passionate about, like what I could spend that extra time doing. And I also think like my mind is so heavily into like, I want to travel. I want to like go see things. And like, you know, it's obviously when you have a job and you're working, you have to like take time off and figure out when the best time is to go and plan things around your work schedule and your spouse's work schedule. So it just doesn't happen that easily where if you both just had money and could do whatever, right. You could go on trips, you go see things that you haven't seen before. Like there's so much shit that I want to go see that I just like, haven't had the time to. So like having that money to be able to do that, I think would be amazing. Cool. I I agree. This is what I feel like most of the studies kind of get at when they say money can't buy you happiness. So people want really nice things when it comes to like their living situation. For the most part, right? They want to be able to live somebody somewhere nice and safe. Who who wouldn't want that? Problem is yep. to live somewhere nice and safe costs money. And it, to have that yep. kind of money, you need a, a job that would take away from your free time. So some people would say, mm-hmm. you know what? What if you would be happier part-time? Like if you worked part-time right now, making $13 mm-hmm. an hour, minimum wage, do you think you'd be happy? You'd have more free time, right? Yeah, but then I'd have way less money to do anything I actually want to do. So, experiences are what make you happy, correct? I would say yes. I don't know if it works that way with other with other human beings, but speaking from my perspective and using a little bit of C-Money's answer, I know for a fact that right now I'm stressing off of how do I make certain things work with my family? How do I make Mm -hmm. it work with my girlfriend who I would one day love to be my wife? How do I make it work with, I don't want to pay rent anymore. I want to buy a house. All of these, Mm -hmm. all of these things cost money. Yep. It's not that the physical dollar makes me happy. If it, if it's physical dollar equals happiness. No, I don't believe that, but I do believe that whatever is required to have those things brings me a certain sense of it not not brings me it allows me to have more margin for relief the more money i have i I actually told this to my boy fucking last weekend i said bro the more money i have in my bank account it's not even a lot not even a lot just the more i have of it i'm i'm chilling i'll cover a bill i'll fucking do whatever because i'm like you know if my car breaks down tomorrow i can pay it no problem 
But if I'm strapped, right. I'm over here like, I don't know if I can drive there. I'm going to walk there. I'm going to bike there. Or fuck it. I'm just not going to go. And whenever someone else goes, I'll pitch on gas. Or You know, what I, I don't live like that now. But that is how some people live. Is they gotta they are so focused on money, they can't even focus on the experience. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think like I I don't know. For me, when it when you say like like money can't buy you happiness or whatever, but what it can buy you, which I think was what you're alluding to, is like it buys you freedom. It, it buys you like the freedom to be able to do whatever you want to do and buy whatever you want to buy and get to do the things that you have always wanted to do, but you couldn't do until you had the money to do them, you know? So it's like, yes, it doesn't, money's not going to necessarily like make you smile every second of the day, like an experience would, or a person would, or whatever, but it's going to allow you to be able to have the freedom to go do all the things that you want to do. So that's why I, you know, that's why I think so many people stay at jobs they fucking hate. Cause like, guess what? At the end of the day, you still have to pay your bills. You want a cell phone to be able to call all your fucking friends and be on social media. You have to pay your phone bill. You want to eat. You have to go buy groceries, right? Like all of that stuff costs money and you can't just quit your job and be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just, I'm going to thrive <laughs> off experience. Like that's not, that's just not a thing. You know, that's not how we're set up, at least not in the United States. So. Right. And let me, so I will say, can money physically purchase something that is happiness? Not necessarily. Like you can, you can go and you could buy a scooter. You can buy a bike. You can buy a TV and the TV. It's not the TV that brings you happiness. It's the time that you spend with the TV. So let's change the phrase. Right. (laughs) Money can't buy happiness. Money allows for happiness. Mm-hmm. allows for is the phrase I would use. So yeah. that's my, that's my hate for the week. I hate the fucking phrase. Money can't buy happiness. Ugh. See money. Give me your hate for the week. Okay. This is, oh my God, moving my cat. Hold on. Move. Um, move. God, he literally, it's so ridiculous. Sometimes he just sits on my desk and like tries to sit on my computer. Um, he wants to pod. He wants to pod. So, okay. My hate is, and I'm like a week or two late from this, but obviously we had a much more important hate we needed to discuss last week, but this is catching up from like the past two weeks. So we are talking about Brandy and Jack Harlow. So I don't know if you are are all familiar, but a few weeks ago, Jack Harlow was like on a podcast and someone brought up Ray J and then brought up Brandy or something along those lines. And he was not aware that they were related and it like for whatever reason went viral brandy it got upset that he didn't know that her and ray j were brother and sister and like called him out in a tweet saying like she's old but she'll still like like battle him and rap or whatever and then she like <laughs> proceeded to make a diss track <laughs> And I just don't understand so many reasons, so many things I don't understand about this. Number one, Jack Harlow, I think he's like 24, maybe 25. Like, why does he have to know that you guys are brother and sister? Like, there are so many people that like, I had no idea they were related until way later in life. Or like, let's say, let's say tomorrow you get famous 
Mm-hmm. And then I see your little sister at the grocery store. Like I've only met her a couple of times. Am I going to be like, oh my God, you're August sister. Like, no, probably not. Like I wouldn't just be able to put two and two together. You know what I mean? Like, why I'm does sorry. that matter? Like, I just don't, I don't understand being so upset about him not putting together the fact that like they were related. I can tell you why it matters. Why? Playing devil's advocate, by the way, because okay. I... I don't feel as passionately about this to say it's hate, but devil's advocate is this. A lot of people in hip hop subscribe to the thinking that if you are, if you like hip hop, the music, Mm -hmm. you, and you're not trying to use it for monetary gain Mm -hmm. that you would appreciate uh, legends or you would appreciate the history behind it. I'll say the history behind it. So some people took it as, oh, you don't care about hip hop. You're using it for a quick buck. So again, that's what some people took it as. No, I totally, I totally hear you. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I just think it's weird because like, I don't, I, I mean, I don't, obviously I don't know Jack Harlow, but he doesn't strike me as like this malicious guy that like, oh, fuck Brandy and Ray J. I'm going to go make some comment about them on a podcast. Like, I just don't think it was ever that deep. And I feel like, you know, at this time in our lives, like Brandy is a little irrelevant. And so I felt like she kind of like latched on to that one comment just to like, kind of make herself a little relevant. And I was like, girl like you know right and so I just that's why I thought it was weird because like he's so much younger like their age difference that would be like me picking on a two-year-old right now and being like you don't know who I am you don't know who the fuck I you don't know who my sister is or you know what I mean it's like what like who cares like who cares (laughs) That, that person is half your age that is so irrelevant it's not even funny so I just felt like the the links that she went to was like just doing the most. And I like Brandy. Like I used to love all of her music, but I just I'm like, girl, come on. Like your time has passed. Like let 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 the young bucks in and just do their <laughs> thing, you know? It's just not that serious. That's all. So, you know what what I will say is that um some people are are trying to feed into the narrative that it's because he's white that it mm-hmm. stings that it stings a little more. Where it's like, if there, some people are saying like, okay, you have more to prove since you're white. Mm-hmm. Try, like, you have to prove that you're not just trying to use hip hop to fucking make a quick buck. Right. You know? And some people would say that knowing your hip hop history is important into getting into the game, getting into the music game. Um, so... Not to play devil's advocate, but to move the conversation forward a little bit. The only thing I kind of dislike about this, not that I hate it, and you can say this for really anything. When, <laughs> when are people allowed to ask questions and learn something? Like when? It, when is that allowed? Because think think about it like this. Think about it like this. Randy and Randy, sorry, Brandy and Ray J are sisters. I know that. I knew that before the interview. Yeah, me too. Yeah, brother and sister. So I knew that. But I'll tell you what. I didn't always know that. There had to be a point where I learned it. But here's the thing. I didn't learn it because I asked. I learned it because I stumbled upon it because somebody else asked. So now 
If someone were to ask me that question, I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, you mean, you mean Brandy? Yeah, that's Brandy right there. Because what? I'll, I'll further with the actual situation. Jack Harlow, who is an American hip-hop artist, he's a tall white boy, was on a radio show, and they were playing him music and saying, can you name that tune? And a Brandy song came on, a very popular Brandy song came on. I don't know which one they played. But they, he couldn't get it. He was like sitting there confused. Like, I don't, I don't know. And they were trying to give him hints. And they said, the singer of this is, is Ray J's sister. Mm-hmm. Yes. There and he's, and he still, he still, he, that actually confused him more. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? Ray J has a sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, obviously the internet got confused. But my thing is this, like at one point, everyone has to, I would actually respect somebody more if they came into the game asking a bunch of questions so that they can learn more history versus someone who comes in and like, they're like looking up a bunch of shit online before they go into an interview and like they pretend that they know, I don't know. I don't know everything. I haven't look, I'm from the Bay area. I say I'm from the Bay area, blah, blah, blah. But someone could, could come up to me and say, yo, that Mac Dre song X, Y, Z, that was crazy. Right. What did that do for you? And I could say, dude, I didn't hear that song. Are you really from the Bay if you don't fucking like Mac Dre? Who said I didn't like Mac Dre? I said, I didn't, I don't recognize that song. But if you play it, I'm like, oh shit, I love this. So my thing is like, people need to be allowed to learn shit, you know? Yeah, and okay, so as I'm sitting here thinking about what you said too, because like I I do understand like if you're in that game, you should kind of know the players, However, as I'm like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't think I'm wrong here. Like Brandy and Ray J are like R and B. They always were right. Like, do they ever, I don't think they ever rapped. I don't think Ray J really ever rapped. He was always like. Singing. Yeah. But that, I mean, but that's not necessarily the point. It's because R and B and hip hop. You Do you remember back in the days where hit, it, it used to be called hip hop and R and B? Yes. They used to call it urban music urban music mm-hmm. there's a there's a reason for that it's a mm-hmm. fucked up reason but there's a reason for that so yep. if you're in that community coming up together you're you're in the studios with the people who rap you're not in the studio with people like you're never gonna see taylor swift coming out of the same studio that the game is coming out of they don't record in the same spots like these people are are to, these r&b singers and rappers and let's face it they are putting they they put black people together like that and to me it's fucking disgusting how they kind of segregate the two but that's not for our podcast to discuss yeah they do that and you're rubbing elbows with the same with people who love to sing they love to rap maybe they write poetry or they're they, you know you just see what i'm saying so yeah. like for them it's a, it's a, for us, it's a small fucking community of people. We all know each other. So if right. you're just, if you're just someone we don't know, but you're or you're more famous than my, my brother, who's been trying to rap for 10 years and you come in, you don't even know somebody's name. Like it's offensive to me, you know? Well, but, but see, even in this situation, like, I don't think he didn't know her name. I just think that he didn't realize that the two of them were related. Like that's, right. Difference. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, there's so many people in, in high school now where I'd be like, what? You guys are brother and sister? Like, I had no idea. Like, I just don't think that's, I just, my whole point was like, I just don't think it's, it was that serious. And I feel like she took great offense to it. 
Oh, and I don't, I just think, don't she did, think it deserved that. Like, you know, cause she, she very easily also could have just like texted him and been like, dude, come on. Like really, <laughs> like if she really had a problem, you know what I mean? But I felt like it was, she like used that as like a platform to make it an issue and then make a song about it. And I was just like, oh, this is weird. It just didn't <laughs> need to get that far. That's all. But I hear you. I totally hear all your other points. And I agree that the history of music in, in general is important. And when you're in the game, like you should be aware of everybody and all of that stuff. Cause it's a small circle. So I totally get that. I just think it's a little like pretentious to like assume that someone needs to know who your sibling is. Right. And, and, I, and I don't want, I don't want to say small as it because hip hop is the number one genre in the world. So it's not, it's not small, but the thing is like, People have to be mindful and be willing to learn. It's got to be twofold. In my my opinion is this. It's got to be twofold. People have to be willing to allow somebody to learn. And in turn, you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to be humbled and not be the biggest dog in the room. And Jack, I think Jack Harlow handled himself well. He's like, yo, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fair enough. You know? Right. So, yeah. Great. So that's our hate for the week. Uh, let's move on to our next segment, Burning Questions. Okay. Um, I have a question. Here's my question. Can we support or like artists, art and not the artist? I'll say it again. Can we support or like art but not the artist? Inspiration for this question comes from the Tory Lanez versus Megan Thee Stallion situation. Now, that would be a whole different podcast episode to break down what's going on, but allegedly Tory Lanez shot Megan the Stallion in the foot and <laughs> don't, don't laugh. Why'd you laugh like that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you, why did you do that? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna because go it's, just, it's just like, it, it's not funny because that was probably <laughs> fucked up. Whatever actually happened, but it's just, I, keep, I feel like I've heard about it so many times. It's just funny. Like, she was shot in the foot. And that's, it's not funny. I'm not laughing at the situation. It just sounds funny, but. Yes, you are. Yes, no, you are. You're laughing at. <laughs> no, 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 no. I no. love Megan Stallion. I think she's great. I just, yeah, it's just, it's wild. And this, and here's my thing is I love, I love them both. When Savage came out, that was my shit. Like, I couldn't, oh, yeah. I couldn't get that fucking song out of my head. And then someone made a, someone made a par- uh, parody, Carol Baskin. Killed oh. her husband, whacked him. That's the like, best. I was like, damn. This, this I definitely, is- I definitely have a TikTok dance in my drafts to that song. <laughs> Never released that to the world. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I fucking, no, seriously, that, that song was fire. And I've liked Tory Lane since he made, and people listening probably don't know this, but since he made a, a remix to uh, Dudes in Paris by Kanye West and Jay-Z, like, mm-hmm. it was... <laughs> Like he's he was so good. My cousin and I, we were kids, like watching this guy like rap, and I saw him blow up from start to finish. And it was like when this came out, let when uh, when it first happened, it was just like oh he got arrested for possession of a gun a gun, and then the news broke. Oh, allegedly, it was Tory Lanez that shot Meg in the foot. And the very first day, I went downstairs. My mom was listening to it on TMZ, and I said. No way. There's no way he did it. I said, but l- let's let's play out a scenario where he did. I don't. In terms of his music, I don't care. I don't care. Someone, my someone, uh, I know met Drake, 
and they said he was a, a piece of shit. This was like the take care of era, take care of what take care era. Yeah, they said they said a couple other things about him, but the, I mean, all of all of it's irrelevant to me because here's my thing: that is that person's experience with this person, a person I don't know. I love the music that Drake puts out. I'm gonna keep him. listening to that shit. The Same. only time. I have let it go to I can't listen to it is R. R Kelly. But the reason it's R. Kelly is because R. Kelly's music is predominantly sexual. Mm -hmm. So we now know what he's inspired by sexually. But if R. Kelly painted Meadows, I might, if they were good, I might buy a fucking painting from R. Kelly about Meadows. Because it's not about R. Kelly I can give a shit about R. Kelly. And I feel like I have ground to stand on this because I've been an artist. I'm not a, not a known one, but it what my art didn't start getting good. My music didn't start getting good until I realized, Oh, this isn't about me. Music blows up when other people relate to it. You see what I'm saying? Like it, yep. this is, this has nothing to do with me. August. I can name myself anything. The music is the music. If people like it, they like it. So for Tory Lanez and Mick The Stallion, I love both of their things. I don't know either of them personally. So whatever they got going on, handle it. But I'm going to listen to the fucking music. Period. So what do you think? I don't know. Like, I I don't know too much about the situation. I did see that Meg The Stallion was going to do some, like, interview with one and then all I saw were like clips afterwards and like on um TMZ in the shade room people were like oh she's lying like she's faking it she's whatever which I honestly I don't know enough of how I think about all of that to have an opinion I just will say like I've never really like cared for Tory Lanez like I just think he's like whatever there's like a couple of songs he has that I like but like he's just not that important to me so it doesn't make me change my opinion of him either way, I guess. But I think again, like obviously R. Kelly is like an extreme, right? That's like, okay, everybody knows what he did. Everybody knows that it was very bad. But then I think you can also look at the same kind of coin, like Chris Brown. People, people love Chris Brown. I still kind of love Chris Brown. I love his music. However, he has a horrible past with women, with, a, with several different women. And so do I think he's a great person? No. Like, do I want to like hang out with him? No. But like, you know, he has like a new album coming out in, the, in a few weeks. Like, will I listen to it? Probably. You so know, that, that, that's fair. That's a good point. And I, but I see my thing is this with Chris, Brown. Chris Brown's a good example because I feel like people should be forgiven depending on what they've done and how mm-hmm. long it's been. Mm-hmm. The Rihanna thing, it was horrible. And yeah. I don't think it should be forgotten. Yeah. But if Rihanna herself forgives him, yeah. Who who is August in a fucking basement somewhere saying, No, like that that's me having hate in my heart, you know? But then he's also done other things. Like he like stalked Karuchi. He like pushed her down a flight of stairs. He was like very aggressive towards other women that he was with, had like restraining orders out against people. He had a restraining order. If Karuchi had a restraining order against him for a long time. So he's all of that okay. to say he does not have a very great, that's what I mean. Like there's a larger history past Rihanna. That's not positive. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let me ask you a question then that, uh, that furthers the, the, the conversation. 
do you think this world would have art if it was made by perfect people? And I, I'm, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about Chris Brown, like, cause I'm not trying to justify anyone's actions. Yeah. But, oh, you said no. So why do you, why do you say that? No, because I think, I think what people see most of the time is like the best music is because someone's like hurting or like going through something. Like there are obviously happy songs where, you know, it's just like a chill vibe or whatever, but like really, really good music typically comes from like a painful place. It's like an artist outlet to be able to like let out how they feel about life or a situation or whatever. So, yeah. I would argue that somebody who may not deal with um, his emotions or her emotions, the greatest probably makes some of the most heartfelt and powerful ballads we have ever heard in our life ever. Like think about a guy like Chris Brown or even, or even Justin Bieber, right. Who, who himself has had a very questionable past. Yeah. They are hurting. Mm-hmm. And they and when they're hurting, they make this fucking beautiful music that like people are tweeting at them saying, "You saved my life." I was gonna X Y Z to myself. Like, if that's not beautiful irony, I don't know what is. Now, this isn't to say that both things can't be true. Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, all these people could be pieces of shit. Don't worship them. Don't. I'm not telling you people to worship the person. I'm saying you can listen to a song, a song and like it, and not even think about who sung it. You don't know how many songs I like, I can't tell you who fucking wrote it. When I was a yeah. kid, my all my mom did was play music. I never asked, who is this? I always asked, what, what is the name of this song? Mm-hmm. Every time. And I hope people do that with my music. I don't, I don't want to be somebody that people are like, I look up to him because of his music. It's like, well, thank you, but no. Because I'm not, like me as as my, as myself, I have some fucking questionable things that I've done. I'm not perfect. But if my music yeah. makes you feel a certain way, go and treat the world the way my music makes you feel. Yeah. So totally. that's my burning question. See, Money, what, what do you got for us this week? Okay, my burning question, let me give you all some quick background. So like two again two weeks ago because we had lots of more important things to talk about last week but I found this thread on Twitter and it was from like someone tweeted about how the government planned monkeypox <laughs> which I'm sure everybody's heard about monkeypox uh, this, this is where point. we're going this is where we're going long story short I clicked on this like link that this guy put in a Twitter thread and it took me to this like pdf file document I mean when you open it it's like this huge like 45 page long like um uh like manual almost and it's a it's a scenario based thing that allegedly came out in March 2021 and it details like how the government would handle the next pandemic and their example in this document is monkeypox (gasps) yes okay and monkeypox, even in this thing, it said it came out or like the, when it was supposed to be like a uh, first noted or whatever was May 15th, 2022. And that's like basically the same time that it actually was like announced to the world that it was like a new thing. Right. So all of that to say, do you think, <laughs> this is another loaded question, but do you think the government is behind our global pandemics 
Yes. Absolutely. Can you elaborate? I think the only way to stop global warming Ooh, at, at this point is. at this point is to annihilate the population. Uh, not the whole population, but a good majority of it. Do you know that in our body, we still have all those diseases that we've ever had? But the thing is, we that's what allows us to fight it, is that we have a right. little bit, a little bit of it. Think of the yep. world as a, a, a human being, uh, a person, and all of us that live inside, we're like a parasite. We're killing it. So we literally, literally. We, Exactly. So we need some of us here, but not all of us. I personally think that they are trying to exper- experiment with diseases to see how how would it affect the economy mm-hmm. and how many people would die effectively. Because did, did, so, go, go ahead. Sorry, last point. Did you? There was a, an article. No one paid attention to it. No one. It didn't make the t- social media rounds or nothing. But there was an article that came out in late 2020 or early 2021. Either way, it was about like the ozone was repairing itself during the pandemic mm-hmm. when we sh- when we shut down. Something. Something. Yep, of the, of I did those see lines. that. That's fucking. So my thing is, if you're the government. You can't, especially in America, I know we just spoke about guns being bad, but you can't go and just annihilate everybody. everybody, Right. right? Because two things. One, we have guns. So your people are going to lose too. Two, who's going to work for you in this new world? Mm -hmm. You need people who work. You can't just only have the elite because the elite are then going to start killing themselves. So you (laughs) you need people who are going to work. Damn, my heart rate is increasing because I, I already know that government's like, this boy's on to some. They're they're tapping in right now. They're tapping in. They, but I mean, they're just going to release my fucking, that I watch like anime porn. And st- <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the point I'm getting at is like, I feel like they can't just be, they have to kill a good portion of the, co- the population in a way that isn't messy. In the least messiest way chemical war i don't want to say chemical but biochemical i think getting, that's what, yeah i think it's biochemical getting people sick what are your thoughts which i swear i could literally talk about this all day um i think it's fucking terrifying and i think yeah i think it's true i that's an interesting take i hadn't heard anybody take it back to um like like climate change and global warming i'm sure that's a fucking part of something i'm sure i'm more than sure because our earth is literally fucking dying and it's all because of us so yes yes, i could see that being an issue um but i don't know i i think i think if that's true and obviously we're never gonna know because the government doesn't need to tell us anything but um if that's true i think that's so fucking creepy and terrifying like you know, I, when I was a kid, I feel like I never thought like, oh, like the president is like a bad guy. And, you know, the government, they, they're all these like cool people and they do stuff for our fucking country. Like, I feel like they're not good people at all. I started watching House of Cards over the weekend. <laughs> oh, Lord. I am fucking shaking in my boots. Okay. It's like I'm, Ozark, but in politics. Yes. 
That's exactly what it is. And it's fucking insane. And, and I'm just like, and you know, it was, it's funny. Cause when I was watching Ozark, I would always think like, this shit has to happen in real life. Like there's no way that people are just coming up with these like crazy plots for shows. Like this shit happens. And that's how I feel about house of cards. I'm like, shit is so slimy. Like they just don't give a fuck. Like they do not give a fuck about anyone, anything. It's all about money. It's all about power, all about control. It, it is so, it's so scary to me. And I feel like the more I learn, the more I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, like just the thought of like a government and who knows if this is really happening. Right. These are all conspiracy theories at this point, but like, Exactly. But the thought that like the government could create a fucking like disease or illness and then like spread it around. I just they, see. I don't I don't believe that they create it. I believe they manage it because mo- monkeypox monkeypox was a thing back in 2003. Like it's been it's been an outbreak before. Um, but <laughs> the, here's the funny part is monkey part monkeypox is not. Dead, like deadly, like coronavirus was. Right. Like, it could, be, it could be. It could be. But it's like, it's mainly gonna fuck with the way you look. So that's why I think, I think we're they're like testing it. They're like, okay, like what happens if we try this one or this one or this one? Because keep in mind, they can't have something airborne. They themselves are gonna get sick. Also, keep this in mind. I want to play devil's advocate to your point of, like. They're they're evil people. They're bad people. Sure, I agree with that. But what if what if in their mind they think they're doing the right thing by killing off a good portion of us? Humankind is, has to survive. That is sick and sadistic and disgusting and scary. But humankind has to survive, right? But but do you know what could be done to fix? Like, so let let's just let me play devil's advocate here. Let's just say well, the issue really is the climate and climate change and fucking our it's getting too goddamn hot we're burning a fucking hole in our ozone layer okay well we also know that we have like hundreds and hundreds maybe thousands of factories over the world that are just pumping fucking noxious gases into our into our environment into our ecosystem all the time and like those things could stop like we could change them we could them we could make them have like clean air clean energy buildings but like big corporations don't want to do that because it's too expensive they're going to lose money they don't want to lose money they want to keep making as much money as they possibly can which brings me back to this is all a part of like money power control like that's all anybody wants so like if it's not going to give them more money they don't want to spend it you know what I mean? So it's, so it's the fact that it is potentially easier just to kill a bunch of people off to, to hopefully get the same result. Terrifying, terrifying. It is terrifying. That's why, that's why we need to blow our podcast up so that they say, Hey, yo, these people are useful. Y'all, y'all get to pick five people. All right. If you had to pick five people to, to live with you through the end of the world, who would it be? What, so would we get to live through the end of the world? Yeah, yeah. They say they're like, all right, cool. You guys are rich and famous enough to be able to provide us some entertainment. Pick five people that come with you. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I can okay. go first. I'm, I'm already ready. Go, go. My girlfriend, my mom, my brother, my sister, and one of my friends who draw the shortest stick. <laughs> Just one. 
bastard okay um i would pick my husband my oh my god oh my my god my grandma as long as she doesn't die before the world ends Mm, (laughs) i guess my sister my brother and my other fucking sister I would do that because I feel like I have to, not because I want to, you know? That's fucked up. I mean, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I might be missing someone. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm, so, and I'm sorry if I missed you and I, I killed you by accident. Just get famous, though. Yeah. You know? So, you, you, don't, you don't know how many times, side, this is a total sidebar, but you don't know how many times I've told my friends, yo, if you guys are tired of your nine to fives, retweet my music. It's not like I'm bad, you know. It's not like I'm fucking ass. Because if I was ass, like it was really bad, then I can I can understand why people are like, uh, no. True. You see what I'm saying? But yes. Anyway, anyway, I love I love the- our burning questions. Let's move into our outro for the week. Challenges. Okay, so last week. C-Money challenged me to watch one episode of The Kardashians that you can find on Hulu. And mm-hmm. I challenged her to k- take a quiz based on... Or, the quiz is titled, How Do Other People See You? So, mm-hmm. C-Money, share your results. How do other people see you? Okay. So, it's a quick test. Um, I had to answer, I don't know, let's just say like 10 questions. It's just like random things like... Like, uh, I feel most energetic and focused when, you know, it's in the morning, late at night, or, um, like how I sit when I'm relaxed, that kind of thing. It's just, (laughs) it's interesting little questions, but anyway, I picked one for each of the different questions and it it turns out that I am a loyal friend. Ooh, is there a description? There is. It says others see you as sensible, cautious, careful, and practical. They see you as clever, gifted, or talented, but modest. I'm not modest. Um, (laughs) Not a person who makes friends too quickly or easily, but someone who's extremely loyal to friends you do make and who expects the same loyalty in return. That's right. Bastard. That's true. Um, Those who really get to know you realize it takes a lot to shake your trust in your friends, but equally that it takes you a long time to get over it. If that trust is broken. Damn. 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 Okay. So you are the loyal friend. I agree with that. That settled that sentiment a lot. Uh, I you. say you're one of the most, you're, you're probably the most loyal friend I have. So I'm a down bitch. I'm a down bitch. Fuck it. Stick around bitch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't say that on the air, but I, I appreciate your friendship. So, uh, I watched an episode of the Kardashians. Um, I watched episode one and all I'm going to say is like, I get it, but I hate it. Um, I don't see how human beings want to live that way. Um, what? I don't, and I don't Rich? see, no, like they have to sit there and this isn't j- exclusively to the Kardashians. I'd say this about Jersey Shore too. They have to okay. sit there and think, okay, we're acting kind of because mm-hmm. we have to have a storyline that people are like, oh, what's going to happen here? But you're just telling me to be me. That's that's fucking hard. That's got to be yeah. really fucking difficult. So 
like kudos to them for being able to consistently do it. I think that I'm not saying that's I'm not going to be one of those people that says that shit's easy. I don't think that shit's easy. But totally. I just don't I don't care unless I unless I knew them personally. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I don't like good for you that you're you're having a kid. Like that's that's great. But unless this is me, this is me is going to get a little dicey cuz they're real people. But if they were in a movie and it was actually fake, if someone has a baby, I kind of want the I kind of want their life to be in danger. Like give me some thriller. You know, give me some thrill, you know, like what it uh, nope, I'm not saying that. That would get us canceled for sure. But <laughs> like what okay. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, their little public meltdown thing. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. What if, just hypothetically, Kanye actually sent some goons to her crib to try to, to, to kill her and kidnap her, beat the shit oh out of her. Oh, my God. I, I know. that. See, it's fucked up because it's real. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I want to see in a show. This shit bored the fuck out of me. I almost okay. fell asleep in my car. <laughs> what, <laughs> what I will say is, and this is what I would tell everybody because I we all know I like love the Kardashians, love to watch them. I've watched them my entire – I've watched them since they were nothing. Like I've watched them forever. So like to see where they are now is it's That's insane. Cool. And you would only get it if you watched it from that early. So what I would always tell people is like, because they're like, oh, it's so stupid. I hate it, which I get it. Because honestly, it is now. It's very watered down. They're very like PR trained. It's not entertaining like it used to be. They're all moms. Exactly. But like, if you go back to like the original, like that first, second, third, fourth, fifth season, it was so good because it was so like authentic and raw. And like, honestly, that's, that is literally why they are where they are today, because it was so relatable at the time. They're not relatable anymore. They're fucking like two of them are billionaires. They're, they all got fucking <laughs> kids. They're, you know what? It, they all have fucking mansions bigger than like neighborhoods. It's insane. The problem, but, yeah, the yeah. problem with reality TV is now, now when I see you, you can't be mad at my perception that you have allowed me to have. Because here's the thing. It's all entertainment at the end of the day, and I get that, but you're calling it reality TV. If I'm just some dumb fuck that shops at Walmart, forgive me if I think that one of you is a dumb bitch. <laughs> I... I, I know that's ignorant to say, but you can't you can't be mad at it. All right. For example, this podcast right here is an entertainment podcast, and we're saying shit to be funny. If someone comes up to me and says, you're ignorant, I would say, maybe, but it's for entertainment. I didn't say it was reality. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's a fair point. But if I said this is a re- a real podcast, this is a reality-based podcast, and I come up here and I, and I mm-hmm. pretend to be somebody more exaggerated than myself, I'm calling C-Money a bitch on air. I'm saying, I don't trust a single bitch out in the fucking universe. I say, I'll smack any bitch on the street. That's exactly how you talk in real life. I know, facts. But if I was saying that shit and someone came up to me and said, you're a woman beater, I'd be like, how dare you? You don't know who I am in real life. Huh? I I gave them that perception by saying it's reality. I'm not saying that's the Kardashians. Again, I would say this about... Any of them. I, I props to them for having a, a successful show. Um, you know, they're a good looking family. I personally wouldn't sleep with any of them, but that's just me. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh 
I'm not going to further that point. But yeah. that was last week's challenges. Let's move into this week's challenges. See, Money, I challenge you. I know I sent you one quiz. I'm going to send you another one. But this time, you don't have to take the whole thing. Okay. I'll send you the link after. Don't worry about it. I want you to look at okay. part. I want you to look at part three of this thirty sec, thirty sec, thirty six question survey on improving okay. your self understanding, mm. and then answer the questions and bring them to the pod. Okay. Do you want me to tell you what yours is? No, I just kind of want to guess. <laughs> You're gonna take a quiz that was on BuzzFeed <laughs> that I found. Nice. And it, it <laughs> I want to know what color aura you are based on your Starbucks snack and drink selection. <laughs> but I don't go to Star. I've never gone to Starbucks. I don't give a fuck. Pick what you think <laughs> looks good. <laughs> Pick what you think you might like. And that's what you're going to get. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Pick, pick what I think. But is it, doesn't that skew my result? Whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah, I will take that. Just reply to my, my fucking, my, my email with that link and then I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Um, okay. I, I appreciate everybody for listening. I hope that you guys have a great weekend and remember to stay wild and fatherless out there. Bye babies.